0: Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. I'm Sarah, I am your host, and I am the founder of 9-4 Coaching. And I specialize in helping people achieve incredibly lofty goals. And I, I do that with the gym and with the great outdoors. So today I want to talk about how to make change easier, I read a. I, I get a lot of ideas from from the internet, from the social medias. So, I read uh, I read something today that explained a lot of the how like the big changes in my life. And the the idea behind it was, if you surround yourself, like if you want to create change, say you want to get in shape, say you want to lose weight, if you surround yourself where people are achieving your lofty goals every day, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to, for you to achieve those. And I know I'm using like a lot of words. What that means is if you, want to, if you want to create some sort of a change, if you want to get bigger, faster, stronger, more resourceful, all of those things, go to places where that's already the norm. Because then you are assimilating into a norm. You're not trying to create Create this culture. If you find a place that pretty well aligns with where you want to go, go there because becoming a part of their culture is going to be easier than creating your own culture. When we have to build something that I will... I will, one, like, I will vouch for this. When I have to build something out of scratch, it is incredibly difficult and there is a lot of doubt and there is a lot of whatever the opposite of clarity is. There, there's just a, it's just a lot, it's a murky water and a lot of doubt. Even if it's for something incredibly important, those are still murky waters and and doubt that you you got to navigate. I have, for a few times in my life, I have looked at change. I've joined a, whether it was a gym, whether it was joining the guard. I, I looked at people who were doing things that I wanted to be doing. And I joined that, I joined a place that was similar, or I joined that gym, or I joined the guard, or whatever. I joined the, the team. And it was so easy. It was incredibly easy. I went from not knowing much about, uh, not knowing much about any, any sort of strength training, just what I've seen on the internet, and reading in books. And I will tell you that, in my first two months at a CrossFit space was like two decades of me trying to do it on my own. I got bigger, faster, stronger, more confident in those two months than if I would have spent two years trying to do the same thing on my own that's how you do it. Like that's how you make change easy. Go find somebody who's doing something similar and start there. Because once you get the ball rolling, then you can really start narrowing in. Okay. Is this, is this exactly what I want to be doing that? You know, once you see, once you really like get into a culture, you're going to see all of it. And then you get to decide what stays and what goes, and then, you know, if you got to make another move, that's to be expected. But you got to make that first move. Otherwise, you're not going anywhere. So, I want to open up that, that dialogue and open up that conversation because the step right before you join a gym you go on the internet you you try to like you make your move you gotta you gotta look at where you're at and you gotta look at who you're currently surrounding yourself with so I it's important that I admit this but and I'm sure you guys do it too but there is a part of me that like that I'm working through some, some weirdness. So not, well, often I won't qualify anything, but I find myself when I, when I want to see where I'm at, when I want to do like a self-assessment, like what, what habits am I doing? Who am I surrounding myself with? Do I like where I am? Right. If I, I, and I do that kind of often. I would say I do that At least once a month. Am I still on track? Do I like where I'm going? If I don't, like, what what do I want to do? And even having that conversation with myself is, at first, it was very uncomfortable. Because that brings in judgment, And it shouldn't, right? Just finding out where I am, like asking myself, do I like this? There's a part of me that's like, ah, you're judging. You shouldn't do that. You know, like a good person doesn't judge. And I've really, really had to had to work through through that. I spent a lot of years believing that it's like it's I need to take what's available. And that's a whole other conversation we can have for a whole other time. I will just tell you that there, the first few times you do this, there's going to be like some weirdness. And it may not, you know, you might not have words for it. I know I did. And I still have weirdness. The effects, like the positive change that comes from doing exercises like this, is 100% worth fighting through the weirdness. Or like... Not even fighting through the weirdness, but acknowledging that the weirdness exists. So, I, I do, I, I look around the rooms that I'm in, and I ask myself, do I want, do I want to be like, do I want to be like these people? And I, I don't have these, like, judgmental conversations. I don't know anybody else's story you know but if, if i'm walking into to a spot like do i do i want this to be my future and if it's no then i then i have a decision to make but at least i'm not a victim of circumstance you know if i'm just rolling with with people that i i spend time with and we're just going here and we're going there and we're going here and i'm i'm eating things i I don't normally eat, I'm not working out, I'm not getting outside. And I don't like that, right? If I'm if I'm going to bars and staying out late and I need to look at who like what are the what are the futures of if I do this for 5 or 10 years, what's that going to look like for me? And it's not even what am I like spending time in bars, but it's like Not going to the gym, you know, I'm just exposing myself to a different set of people. And then I get to make the choice. Do I want this to be my future? And if it's not. Right, just like I said before, I've got a decision to make. I have a choice of, okay, who do I want to be like? Where do I want to go? And once you see examples of that then it's it's really it's it's like it's like looking at a cake and you're like oh I wonder how they made that because that cake exists so a recipe must exist right and even if it's even if it's like you're cooking with my mom and she's like I don't really have a recipe I just throw some stuff together you at least know what she's throwing together right so that's and that's where you start so I look at um I don't I don't have like a great example of of a place I didn't want to be, but I look at uh I looked at the CrossFit Games uh a week or so ago. And it's all super interesting to me. The most interesting parts of it to me is the the masters age categories. And I'm not even talking like 35 to 40 and 45 to 50 or whatever. I'm talking about the 65 plus And the uh, 60 to 64. I look at those people. And that's what I want. When I'm 65 years old, you bet your ass I want to be able to climb a rope if I wanted to. 100%. None of those people are even remotely close to having that conversation with their kids about going into assisted living, not a damn one of them. 0% of those people in the 60 to 64 and the 65 plus age category were even in the midst of having a conversation about, I should take my driver's license away. I should go to somewhere, like I should get some home health care. I should go into assisted living. 0%. That's exactly what I want. So now I just back plan from there, right? What are those? I have that like strong vision in my mind, and even if I forget, I am going to go to YouTube and I'm going to rewatch forty hours of the 2021 CrossFit Games and just the interviews with these people, watching them work out, and and like taking that fire. And, and, and knowing that it's possible, right if I walk around and I just see a bunch of people in their mid sixties or uh, you know I, I, I coming from a uh coming from the military, a lot of people and even coming from sports, a lot of people like white knuckle through a career, or they white knuckle through a, a sporting a sports career right a a work career or a sports career. And then when they get out, it's like they, they release that steering wheel and they're like, oh, God, thank God that's over. And they just let their whole lives fall apart. Because they didn't like what they were doing while they were doing it. It paid the bills. It was a really great identity. And then all of a sudden, like, you get out of it and you're just like, all right, don't have to do that anymore. And you fall off the rails. It's, it is, it is Unbelievable. The, and this is literally, this is coming from a place of love. It is unbelievable to see the incredible transformation that people go through when they leave a career that they have to stay in shape for. So that's sporting, that's military, that's, that's, that kind of stuff. That's first responders, all of it, firefighters, when When that pressure, when that external pressure is off. It's kind of heartbreaking. If I'm 100% honest, it's heartbreaking to see people that I served with in less than five years time go from being it like a well-respected important person you know in an organization to all of the like to a victim of all of the vices that they had used to to buffer being in a career that they didn't love or a career that asked them to do things that weren't that, that they didn't love, right? And I think the worst part about it is thinking that there's like there's no other option. When you I look at athletes all the time, I work with former athletes and a lot of them just completely let themselves go because they they were only taught How to get in shape as a basketball player. How to get in shape as a volleyball player. How to get in shape as a football player. They were never taught that there's... God, you can go for hikes. You can go do the things that you really enjoy and love to do. Like, moving your body should feel good. And let's explore all kinds of different ways until we find a way that, like, you love. Or that lights you up. Or that's super fun. Same thing in the military push up, sit-ups, two-mile run, you know, and I'm sure it's, I simplify that. That's that's my generation. I'm 100% sure that it's a lot more comprehensive, but they're only taught to get in shape for this physical fitness test, by and large. And what if, like, what if there were, what if they were, exposed to the CrossFit games, you know, where you see 65-year-olds who are, like, in shape, doing amazing things. We, we don't. And I want to change that. And that's what this episode's all about, right? It's, it's, it's making that hard choice, assessing where you're at. And if you don't like what your future looks like, you got to change it. You are the captain of your ship. You are not a victim of circumstance. Neither am I. So go do it. Go do big things. It's one of the really beneficial things of social media. There's not a lot of things about social media that are great, but one of the really great things is there's a lot of different things you can see on social media. Go out to a park. Go to a place where... You don't normally go. See people you don't normally see. See if it fits. If it doesn't fit, try something else. If you want to have more conversations about this kind of stuff, like I said, making big change helps when you have someone to go with, right? To to go with that journey, to go on that journey with you. So hit me up on social medias, 9.4.coaching at gmail.com if you want to send me a note.